When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man. Oh god, that Okay, spoiler alert. We're spoiling everything. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet and you plan to, do not listen to this episode. You know what? Watch Breaking Bad. How about that? No, what you do is you watch up to season six and then you decide to read the books. Yeah, and then you just, you know, you and then take just inventory. Wait. Just yeah, wait for no, Winds wait. of Winter and A Dance of Spring. Or <laughs> whatever it is, Whatever man. the hell it is, A Vision of Spring or whatever the heck he's calling it. Oh, man, uh, I don't even know where to start with this. I, I, okay, so, like, I know that it needs to end in a certain way, right? Like I, I get that there has to be certain conclusions that have to be come out in the final episode, which is cool, right? I, again, like I, I was okay with the, uh, the Sopranos final actually. And going back to Breaking Bad, best ending. I think one of the best endings of a series period, but I just feel like, I just feel like I don't necessarily disagree with where they got to it's just how they got there that i think is killing me yeah still i don't think i don't okay i don't doubt that that is the kind of ending we will likely get from george R. R. martin yeah yeah the difference is that i think a lot of the plot points that george R. R. martin introduced in the books Mm-hmm. And of course, you're always going to introduce them in the books, and they they can't always be made into into the show. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of those plot points were kind of they ignored them at the time, and I don't think they realized how important they would end up being. It's hmm. an interesting point. Until they got to like season seven, and they were like, "Oh crap, we have no explanation for any of this stuff. We're running light." On it, sort of the I mean, depth of the story is not what did, there anymore. What did you, how did you think the ending was going to go? All right, so I thought that the ending would, uh, uh, up to the last two episodes, I thought that she would have taken a slightly different tact in, in with the dragon, um, and it would have come down to. Maybe not a total siege of the city, but then something like Arya would have snuck in and killed Cersei, or there would have been more of this sort of interpersonal politics than actually we're going to burn the entire thing, right? Like I feel like she she would have gotten the throne, but it wouldn't have been through a total front attack. Like that could have been happening, you know, in the background, but it wasn't really going to be the 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 forefront of the story. But I also thought 
I also thought that, you know, the the White Walkers kind of would have had more uh, more of a presence <laughs> up past the, what was it, season three? Yeah, uh, episode I, three? Yeah, I expected the White, I expected the long night to be long. You know, yes. <laughs> not like, not, you know, long was metaphorical and like everyone was tired from fighting all night and not dying. You know, I, I kind of figured, you know. Yeah. I was also expecting more casualties out of that. Yeah. Than what we got. So I kind of felt like the whole, between those two whole events, it was a little like, uh, 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 you know, like we had two huge uh, fight scenes. I feel like you could have done one or the other, but like what happened in King's Landing should have been much more of a psychological game. Yeah. Than like, you know, than them, than the White Walkers attacking. Although I thought like there was some really good stuff with that, but I also thought, man, again, like I just, I don't know. Like I I keep like, I don't want to like, you know, relitigate or Monday morning quarterback this whole thing. But I do feel like I don't know. I don't know why I'm so unhappy with it. If it was, if it was, so it should be more satisfying than because it I think I think that they they are there are a lot of things that again, I think there are a lot of things they introduced because George R. R. Martin had a plan already mm-hmm. in place for how some things would go, and then yeah. he was essentially like, well, I know how I want it to end. I know where I want the characters to end up, but I don't I don't necessarily even know how that's going to happen just yet. So we're going to work together to figure so it out. Is. And then I think that yeah. what they did was to try to clean up some of that. They got rid of characters who didn't have a clear ending yet in the books. And then mm-hmm. they just it kind of screwed everything over, you know, so like Arya becoming a faceless man. Why? Yeah, had, why? why bother? Had absolutely no, no just reason. just to kill the Walders or the phrase rather. You know, that had absolutely just no don't, effect. Don't get me wrong. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah. But it had absolutely no effect no ultimately on the on the plot. Yeah. They could have just ignored them like they ignored every other house besides I mean, you know, the, to have a guy from Dorne there at the end. Like, <laughs> who is who is that? Who is that guy? But, but I mean, like why is why is John a Targaryen? Like that exactly. was one of the biggest things that kind of like, okay, so they built that, they built that, they built that. They had subtle clues. Everyone was like, I don't know. I think it is. I think A plus blah, blah, blah equals J. And everyone was like, and then they, they, they actually mean, made it happen. And you're like, oh, what's this going to do? Right. What's and it meant nothing. Oh, you know, no, it's meant two terse conversations and nothing. No. I, nothing. So I think, I think in the books, what's going to happen, I think Bran will end up as the king. But I think Which again, what? Are so, you kidding me? Why is he the king? I think he should be evil. Like I don't necessarily well, trust that's, Brand. That's that's what he I might think. Bad. That's what I think will happen. Yeah. Is I think essentially Brand there was actually a really good uh there was a really, really good thread on this on Reddit that yeah. was originally from yeah. the Game of Thrones um what's it? Originally from the Game of Thrones uh like wiki forums. And it was mm-hmm. on this idea that Bran is supposed to be following the same story as the Fisher King from mm-hmm. um, Arthurian legends. Mm-hmm. So essentially in the Fisher King was also known as the crippled King. Mm-hmm. And so what yeah. happened was this King or their father or something, whatever um, made the gods unhappy by leaving his home, leaving his central location where he was supposed to reside. And so then all this bad stuff happened and the people were, you know, starving and then this cripple came, uh, this crippled prince was able to magically give them fish. And that's why he was called the Fisher King. 
Mm-hmm. And so they subsisted only on fish through this terrible winter. And then at the end of it, this magical, he was, he became this like magical godlike creature on earth who lived mm-hmm. to be, you know, 8,000 years old or whatever. So I think that Bran will end up being the king. The way that I think that will happen is I think, I essentially think that Bran has been as blood Raven, as the three eyed Raven, mm-hmm. Bran has been planning these events to occur in a certain way this entire time. I agree with you. Cause he's the one who disclosed that he was a Targaryen, that John was a Targaryen. Yes. And so I think, I think that he, his role is bigger than his role is bigger than um, the simple Passive. role. Yeah. Than the, than the role that they gave him in the show. And I think that the reason that it'll be, I think obviously it has to be bigger because he becomes King you know, um, but I think the reason that they didn't do that in the show is because so much of the extra stuff around him has not been fleshed out in the books. Like we have right. no idea, you know, uh, the children of the forest created the white walkers. Right. It seems like, but we don't know why. I mean, we kind of know why to fight the men, the, to fight right. back the first men and the Andals, but we don't really know. We know nothing else about that, you know? And then of course, Wouldn't with that with, have been something they could have started with season. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe it's flashbacks in season eight, right? Like just you're getting ready for the fight, and all of a sudden you have these flashbacks about that. Just anything, you know. Even if the yeah. even if the the green seers and the children of the forest come to Bran and say, even if they just said to him, like, "Listen, you need to become king and rebuild the kingdom because the White Walkers aren't dead, right? They're like a yeah. natural force; they come back, right, right. And so right. you need to protect them." You, you essentially this is the way it has to work, right? Your brother John has to become a king beyond the wall to keep the White Walkers at bay and to bring back the religion of the old gods. Um, you know, whatever, right? All this kind—they of, could have done all kinds of different things. They could have done some good whatever. stuff. Whatever. We don't know how Bran's story is going to go, but I do think he will end up as king, or at least I hope so. The, but I do hope that he's kind of evil. With Den- I, with Daenerys, yeah. with Daenerys. Uh, yeah. I think what probably should have happened, and I was I was arguing about this with some of my friends too. On um, we were like talking about it the other day. But first off, in the books, I'm I'm like almost certain that what's going to happen is the fake Targaryen kid who's been living in Pentos this entire time, who mm-hmm. they didn't introduce in the show, he will come and kill Cersei somehow, or maybe Arya does it or whatever. But this right. other guy, Aegon, the fake Targaryen, will um take the throne from Cersei mm-hmm. and the people will love him even though he's not a true Targaryen. Ooh. And so Daenerys will come with a dragon and they are not, they're going to fight against her and she will become so enraged that they love this guy who has no claim to the throne, who's right. a false pretender. And, th- and that's who the, you know, Varys will betray her for him because in the books he's been uh. working for him this entire time. Right? See, that makes that makes so much more sense. Now, the other thing I was thinking, even if they don't want to have it in the show, right? What I think they should have done is when Daenerys was on, mm-hmm. when Daenerys was on, on Drogon on the wall. Mm-hmm. I wish that they had shown us something from her point of view, like she's looking down in a you know. A lord in fine raiment, a lord who in you know richly dressed or whatever, is murdering a kid or is stealing gold or something. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I think that that's where they dropped the thread. Is it's like I where, right? I don't get that she's mad. I don't see her as mad. I mean, no. Even though they gave exposition of like, no, she just saw one of her dragons shut down. She just saw her best friend beheaded. Well, see, so their their argument, I think, that Tyrion makes, which is mm-hmm. this entire time we've been cheering for her because she's been killing bad people, right? But when she comes to our shores and our customs seem evil right. to her, suddenly we're up in arms. Right. right. I right. think that's a very compelling argument and I think it's a really good story, but I just want to have some reason for us as the audience to also maybe feel like she was right. Do you know what I mean? Like if well, they if they had shown again, like, even if they had shown speak- Cersei, even if they had shown Cersei like, you know, um killing children or something, do something evil instead of just slurping well, wine from her balcony. <laughs> You know what I mean? All, I kind of uh, like that part. I was like, essentially, well, essentially, essentially yeah. all Cersei has done for the last like three fucking seasons is she killed everyone in the Sept, but all those were shitty people anyway. So who cares? But were they? I mean, she took out a lot of people, right? She took out she took out everybody, right? But in, since that time, that radiance. But since that time, what has she done that's been evil? Do you know what I mean? Even if they, even if they showed Daenerys, even if they had showed Daenerys, like. On the on the on the wall of the city on Drogon, and then peasants running in fear from her, and her being like, "No, wait, I'm I'm your savior. I'm your savior. I'm gonna kill Queen Cersei, right?" Even if they had just shown that the people were like, just some reason for Daener- for Daenerys to think the people of King's Landing were as evil and as deserving of dragon fire yes. Yes. as the Is people in Slaver's Bay. Right. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I feel like. I just feel like uh, I feel like they copped out on that entire thing because they I don't know why. Like, again, like I don't even think they needed to have that entire that entire fight. No, she could have she could have gone and she could have just done the surgical strike on uh, on the Red Keep and knocked it down and dragged uh, dragged Cersei into the dragon, whatever that thing is that they always have the tribunal, right? The pit. And had this sort of emotional battle over the throne, right? Where they could have called her on her behavior. Like he, they could have said, like, he's, you know, here you are and you're, you know, you're, you come to our, like you said, you come to our, you, you, of course you kill evil men when it's convenient. But, you know, how many people did you just kill by coming to get me here? And she, you know, they could have had sort of more of this. Well, yeah. It he, could still end in some bloodshed. But it's sort of like, I feel like what I really liked about it was, you know, at the you know, like season one, again, when they killed one of the major characters, totally without, you know, without us even being aware that that was really going to happen if you hadn't read the books, was psychological. It was yeah. all about things happening in discussion and not about huge battles. And this this whole thing was about huge battles. Now, one interesting theory that I was listening to on uh, Nerdette Recap with Peter Sagal, Game of Thrones. Um, Peter Segal came up with Segal, Segal, Peter Segal, who is the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, said that he thought a good ending would have been. All right. So again, they're they're up in the up in the uh, up in the the throne room. Uh, John has just killed Danny. The guards are running. You know, you can hear the commotion. The dragon comes up. Uh, John goes. He approaches. Iron Throne. He sits down in the Iron Throne, pauses for a minute, looks up at the dragon and says, Jakaris. And the dragon flames him and the throne. 
Mm. Right? Right? I was like, I was listening to that, to that today and I was like, yes, that's exactly, that's a perfect, like, again, like, acknowledging that he's a Targaryen. He's the last Targaryen to sit on the Iron Throne and he controls sort of, there's the emotional, like, I think one of my big beefs with this whole thing was that John didn't die, right? He didn't have, he didn't have sort of this closure or sacrifice or, uh, well, so that, that's the thing, you know, though, right? In the, he's not the the whole thing. the The part of this whole thing that was I like that ending. I do. I like it. The part of this, oh, though, I like it. The part of this that I found the most frustrating was this entire time. George R. R. Martin has built this this interwoven fabric of these very complicated. You know, okay. I'm also a huge Harry Potter nerd. A huge oh, Harry Potter yeah. nerd. No, it's okay. That's and one okay. of my favorite memories from like being a teenager. You know, it's the end of the book. Well, no, 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 oh, not the end of the book. Okay. It's the period in between the sixth and the seventh book where we knew that Voldemort had made Horcruxes. We mm-hmm. knew what three of them were. Right. But we didn't know what the other four were. And so people were combing. Like, I remember spending hours on the Leaky Cauldron, which was this forum back in the day. I remember. Where... Yes. I remember spending hours combing through the books and trying to figure out what could these Horcruxes be. I remember the first thread that said that the locket he found in the room of uh, the room of remembrance, the room of need or whatever the hell that room is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the hall that appears out of nowhere when you need it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never forget the first thread I read where they said that was pro. You know, he's going to find a, a piece of Ravenclaw's. Like, a, like her tiara or her gem or sapphire or something mm-hmm. in that room. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You know, and people were like, no, nah, no way, right? And that's exactly what freaking happened in the book. He used Ravenclaw's tiara. He hid it in Hogwarts because he was obsessed with Hogwarts, right? That kind of stuff is, that's the kind of stuff about these fantasy worlds that I love so much. And so to have- There's a payoff, right? There's the, some- there's some gravitas and some payoff. So interestingly, and where you were going with this is just, again, if you have not heard, you should listen to it because Peter Segal goes on to um, Segal goes on to say, you know, one of his most favorite endings was the end of Harry Potter. Cause again, like Harry Potter, he, he faces his death. He, he believes he's going to die and he does it anyways, because it is for the good, right? He doesn't, but he faces it. And I think that's, what's missing that sort of that sort of reckoning is what's missing at the end of this. Well, so we also got it at the end of Breaking Bad, right? Breaking he, Bad dies. Here's the thing, right? Hmm. I think it would have been better if John didn't die. He's a Tar- oh my god. He's a Targaryen. The he's dragon, Targaryen. the dragon fire yeah. cannot kill him. Oh, that could be true. He's a Targaryen, right? Ah. So it would have been, I think, better. If he stood there, said Dracarys, it burns away his, you know, whatever, his clothing, just like it did for Danny. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out with, you know, the silver ashen hair and the purple eyes of a Targaryen <gasps> or something. Or even, or even, uh-huh. or even the guards come rushing up and then Drogon 
turns to them and breathes fire on them to defend um to defend John because he is the last Targaryen right the final proof yes. of his blood and then John and Drogon fly away to the north or whatever you know what i mean like i i think Something. so here's the yeah. here's the reason why i don't like the idea of John dying is that they they the entire prophecy of uh, of the prophecy of ice and fire the song mm-hmm. of ice and fire is the story of Azor High who kills mm-hmm. his love Nisa Nisa with a sword the blood of which quenches the blade and creates lightbringer the 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 bane of darkness right John yeah, didn't what even happened to that? that was the, the that? whole prophecy was that mm-hmm. Daenerys was Nisa Nisa John was mm-hmm. Azor High and he was going to kill her when she went mad with his sword which would become lightbringer and then he would be the the prince that was promised and mm-hmm. end the night king's wrath on yeah. humans. Instead, the so night king yeah. died immediately from from Arya randomly jump, jumping out of the trees with a dagger. And which was then, still pretty dope. Which that was, was still dope, one of my fine. favorite moves. But then yes. but then he kills he doesn't even kill her with a sword, he kills her with a dagger. Well, but like again, like so doesn't that doesn't pay off. Like any anything that they set up and this was this is my beef with a lot of sort of these types of shows, Lost included. If you set up a mythology, if you have me hanging on that mythology and you are referencing that mythology, that's a part of the narrative. If you decide within the last, you know, a couple of seasons, last season or so, to cop out on that, you can't expect me not to want resolution. Absolutely. Like, you have created this narrative in this story. I have bought into this narrative in this story. We're in an agreement but this is part of that. And it's sort of a nonverbal agreement. Again, like it's not it's just like I feel like you can't you can't expect people to not be upset. Just like the same thing with Lost. I feel like I was even more irate with Lost, but I feel like that was you have created something. Everyone has bought into it. If you decide not to not to actually answer those questions, or at least, you know, you, you should at least acknowledge those questions well, they, they didn't even, you don't have to answer them in a successful or a uh, like a, a closed way right but you should have some sort of a response no exactly I didn't, I didn't, no game of yeah, thrones game of thrones was never supposed to have a happy ending right no. it, it's it's not supposed to be that I kind of show I want a happy ending that's not the world that george yeah. r. r martin created but again it's kind it's, of like it's sort of a you know um, they kind of did give it a happy ending they totally Sorry. did well that's they the thing gave right it a happy it's, ending it's the feeling of, I think, respect for your fans and respect for a group of people who've spent so much time with these characters that if you, like you said, if you introduce a thread or you introduce a theme or an idea, I want to see it come to its conclusion. And of course, there are some threads that can't, right? Right. But, right. but they managed to do it for so many other parts of the story that it is, it's intensely frustrating. You know, I mean, again, the the Valenquar, right? The brother Cersei was supposed mm-hmm. to die with her brothers, her her older or her younger brothers right. rather, hands right. around her neck, right? right? Which led right. people to think Jamie was going to murder her, um, right. at the end, right? right, or something, and that that was the way that prophecy had always gone. Yes, yes. I would have been. I was fine with the way that I would have been fine with Cersei and Jamie dying together. Uh huh. But at least, at least I don't know. Put his arms around her damn neck. Something. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> well, recognize again, the, recognize this threat you've created. So I mean yeah. that that didn't make any sense. Sansa taking the North. How does that freaking work? What? Um, the prince. Well, what what, what was her what name? Would, 
Maggie, uh, Maggie, the told told uh, told uh, Cersei that another oh, queen yeah, would be come. a younger queen, younger yeah. and more beautiful. That's why there's all these things online where it's just Bran sitting by the weirwood with his legs out, younger and more beautiful. <laughs> you know, but that's like, what, it's sort of that's what I don't like. I get that you know, um, I get that you shouldn't feel overtly entitled to, uh, you know, in your fandom, right? Like as a fan. You shouldn't. You you don't really have control over what the decisions are of it getting made. Um, I do think that, and so I get that. Like, and I think, and I can respect that. But I think where I, I don't know if they, that they were starting to play with it is they do give some nods. They give some fan. You know, they throw some some sweethearts out there. Like, oh, and we you can tell that they're they're wanting to engage the audience in a certain way with certain stuff and certain lines. And, you know, again, it's like fan favorite. Oh, look, it's it's Arya and the Hound. They're back together on a road trip. That's the shit we love. Right? Yeah. This is not, but that's, again, like that's, you can't do that and kind of have that type of engagement and have a mythology and have people really love something and think that you're not responsible for it. No. Or what? if you have this result and people are mad that you're sort of like, I don't understand why people are mad. It's like, well, because, you know. So the Stark, okay, so let the Stark slash Targaryen kids, where did you think they would end up at mm-hmm. the end of the series? Let's close off with that. Okay, so I thought John would be, I was, I was sure that John was going to be dead. Um, I kind of thought that Sansa would probably not make it either. Um, Bran would be kind of in exile as a three-eyed raven. Yep. And would be whatever, living in the forest, kind of reestablishing whatever. And Arya... Arya is the only ending that I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with Arya going off to the new world. That's good. See, okay. Um, okay. That was it. Like that to me, but it's like, oh, look, how convenient. They all ended up in some form of power, right? In some, and I'm like, and again, with Bran, I was just like, are you How is he going to be a good ruler? Like, I honestly don't think he's going to be a good ruler. He has no impassion for ruling. And they're all like, well, that's what makes him. No, no, it's not. It's not. I don't think it is. But so, I wasn't there, so No, okay. yeah. Yeah. So I thought I actually yeah, what'd you think? I actually thought so I thought that Bran I thought Bran was gonna do some kind of magic or something cool. You know what I mean? Like I just really I you thought were going for the big the big like he was gonna time travel that stuff. Or like I don't I know, he, he would warg into a dragon and cause another mm. one to fly over from a shy or something cool. I expected so him to do something. Why bother having him work? What good was that? Exactly. Where nothing, was that? Nothing. Nothing. Right? No so working. I, I expected hmm. Bran at the end of the series. What I expected, honestly, I expected Sansa and Tyrion to end up on the throne together. Hmm, okay. I expected Bran and um, John to go up north to the Wall. Okay. I okay. expected John to become essentially like the king of the Northmen. Right. And I mm-hmm. expected um, Bran to become the three eyed raven and essentially help to rebuild magic. Right. Yeah. And I expected I honestly I actually liked what happened with Arya and the Hound, where the Hound told her revenge is going to kill you like it's going to kill me in a couple minutes. But I actually was hoping that then the faceless men would come for Arya and kill her. What? Oh, you see. But again, where's the faceless men? They're gone. Or just where's where's all of the wizards, all the people that uh, 
that uh, Danny ticked off, right? And Marine and all those other places. Where are they at? Well, they kept, you know, yeah, they kept they kept hinting that magic had finally come back, right? Yeah, not and so much. I would have really liked to have seen that. I Some kind more. of, you know, it's funny. Sansa mm-hmm. is one of those characters where, in the books. You read Sansa's chapters in the first book and you're like, it's kind of your fault. You know, like it's kind of all your fault. Like you kind of made all this happen because you were too stupid to realize that the fairy tales are just fairy tales. Right. 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 But then, you know, and so at the end of the first book, you really, at least me, I really didn't like Sansa. But then all this terrible stuff happens to her. And it's kind of, you know, it becomes almost like. Holy crap, like just learn. You just want her to learn that it's all fairy tale and it's not real and it's bad stuff's going to happen to you. And then in the show, they fi- she finally was like, "Screw this. It's all fake. I'm going to start killing people." And it was awesome. Like Sansa turned into one of my favorite characters. And then at the end of the series, she just sucked so bad. She sucked. You know? It sucked. Yeah, well, yeah, I kind of felt like she just went very flat. Like her character was a badass, but it was a very flat badass. Like I think, again, like I don't know. I, the, this is the other thing I felt happened was sort of the um, the flavor that each of those characters had, good, bad, and different. Even if you didn't like them, sort of got streamlined and sort of flattened out. Yeah, in well, that last season, the most, right? For the, the most... sake of. <laughs> Of people wandering around burnt cities, I guess. I the, don't know. The most, sort of frustrating, like, right. the most frustrating thing about all this is knowing that the writers and the people that directed the show were offered like 10 seasons. Uh-huh. They were offered another two seasons to wrap this all up. And, and they, they said not to. they said no. Well, that's because they got to get on to that uh, Star Wars. They're going to yeah, be doing t- the next Star Wars. Which right, time, I'm not. T- time to ruin Space Knights. Don't even like that's the thing. I'm like, oh no, you don't. Did you see no, that no, no, funny? No, no, no. Did you see that funny? No, 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 there was a there was a thing that was going around, which was like a fake after the episode kind of thing. And so it was these two guys pretending to be the two of them, and one of them goes, you know, oh, you guys ready for Star Wars? We bring back Jaw Jaw Binks. <laughs> Sick, but you don't know, right? Oh, it's like, absolutely oh. gonna happen, Marie. Jar Jar's coming oh. back. Oh God, I guarantee it. All right, oh. listeners. Okay. What do you? What did you think was supposed to happen on Game of Thrones? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you upset as we are? Let us know. <laughs> Half of the, the viewers are probably like, no, you know, I was just reading books and ha- having a life during that time. That's Whatever. not what I was doing. Whatever. Oh, my goodness. All right, dear Ooh. listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the Mad Scientist Podcast. This has been, as always, your host, Chris Cox, with my co-host, Marie Mayhew. Million beers. Million beers. All right. Good night. Thank you again, dear listeners, for listening to the Mad Scientist podcast. I have been your host, Chris Cogswell, joined by my co-host, Marie Mayhew. If you'd like to contact the show, please send us an email at themadscientistpodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word. You can also follow us on Twitter at madscientistpod or at teamgiantsquid for Marie. And of course, you can see us on Facebook on Instagram, and all over the internet as the Mad Scientist Podcast. And again, our logo is the one with the pumpkin head, so it's easy to see. Mm-hmm. If you've enjoyed the show tonight, please consider supporting us on Patreon, where the money that you give to us will help us to promote this show further, to make it better, and just to spend more time making it. Because we love doing that. We do love doing that. Our logo was designed by Carrie Shaheen, our 
Web design is done by Desdemona Howard. Woo-hoo. And our sound design is done by Jake Cardinal. Thanks again for listening. <laughs> Thank you. This has been a damn it chippy production. Hey, hey there. there. I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.